The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dropback Podcast. We have got a lot to get into this week. We've got all zero of the meaningful headlines from the NFL. We've got Ooh. some golf and then we've got a bit of fun as well. So a lot to talk about. Wait, you say golf isn't fun? Yeah, <laughs> golf, golf is golf, man. Golf is golf. Mate, so, did you see that Brady shot? That was pretty fun. That was I pretty think, amazing. I think that was genuinely the best sporting thing that happened this week. Yeah. Month. Yeah. yeah. It's been sad. Anyway, let's take a look at who's going to be joining me today. On screen, looking pretty keen, it's Big Mean Joe Costanzo. Ooh, How are like you that. doing, that was, Joey? That was saucy. That's, yeah. You're really yeah. improving your intros at the moment. Yeah, I've been practicing in the mirror. <laughs> doing a real good job. Have you got a picture How's... of Joe with you when you do that? Yeah, it gives <laughs> me motivation. Yeah, um, he's just screaming at him. <laughs> So yeah, we've got we've got Big Joe in the house. We've also joined by Mr. Stan. He might not earn as much as his NFL namesake, and that's probably a good thing, seeing as he can't tell the difference between Sundays and Mondays. Stan Wilson, how are we doing, mate? Hello, how are you doing? I'm uh, I'm not doing too badly, apart from the fact that yeah, I don't know what day it is. It's good. I mean, yeah. I think pretty much everyone can can uh, attest to that. To be honest, Stanny, it's we can all relate on some level. It's a bit of a blur. Um, and yeah. then last but not ne- not least, looking sombre. In the corner there is uh, Mr. Samuel Lewis. How are you doing, Thanks. mate? I think, yeah, I'm all right until that made me feel like maybe Good. I'm looking too sad. Well, I was going to do a whole bit about how, you know, you were, you're probably the only person who's got a name in the NFL who I generally think you could do a better job of in terms of, you know, Marvin Lewis. But then it would probably be just as boring, to be honest, if you were a head coach of the Bengals, because it's just the Bengals, isn't it? So... All right, so it's less to do with me, more about the Bengals. More about the Bengals, mate. More about right, the Bengals. Yeah, I'm fine exactly. with that. Yeah. I don't take it personally. I'd back myself at left tackle against Anthony Castonzo. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Maybe when we make it big, Joe, we can, we can make that happen. But uh, yeah. for now, it, it's going to have to be a pipe dream, fella. Yeah, I declared um, myself eligible, but for some reason. <laughs> the phone didn't ring? You're telling me the phone didn't ring, Joey? I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, mate, that's Lack of signal, mate. Lack of signal. Must Lack be. of signal, exactly. Um, Okie dokie. Well, let's get into the first order of business today. And it involves a certain Mr. Prescott asking Ooh. for, for a, a fairly hefty amount of moolah. So uh, the, I, I'm going to go and say this is probably the most... In the only sort of interesting headlines come out of the NFL this week. Yeah. Uh, and it surrounds allegations that apparently Dak is looking for 45 mil in the last year of any new contract to account for cap inflation. Yeah, um, well, those, those allegations not made to... by Chris Sims, it was just a pile of rubbish. It was... Yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. true. To use least... Joe's word, it was alleged. Um, yeah. Alleged. <laughs> but yeah, apparently he's also already turned down a an offer from the Cowboys in the region of about 33 mil a year. Um, obviously, for reference, the current highest paid pullback in the league is Mr. Russell Wilson on 35 mil a year. So, Dak, again, you know, th- this contract thing's been going on for a while. What do we think Dak is worth, fellas? Um, well, with, in- with inflation, wise. I could see him asking for somewhere in the range of 33 million a year and Jerry paying him out of, out of um, sentimentality towards his players, as, as he's shown in the past. Mm. Um, with that um, 45 mil in the fifth year of the contract that was mentioned in the Chris Sims thing, which turned out to be fake, it was, a, um, it was a, yeah, indeed, it was a team option rather than actual part of the actual contract itself. So it was a decision the team would have to make 
if they wanted to keep Dak for that fifth year, they'd have to pay him 45 mil, which by then could be the going rate for quarterbacks anyway. Yeah, well, that's also why Dak wanted that 45 mil, because there's a lot of talk. I know we talked about this before we started recording, that um, Dak wanted a four-year contract or yeah. Term, yeah. and the Cowboys obviously want to time down for a bit longer. So having that 45 mil a year in the last year would encourage contract talks to resume a bit earlier so they wouldn't yeah. be tied down by that amount. Yeah. I think a lot of confusion came from it originally as well because people were hearing 45 mil a year, Dak wants 45 mil a year and people like jumping on that on social media. When yeah, it actual... took a bit of a beating on social media for that, I think. Yeah, it's a bit different asking for 45 million at the end of a five-year contract to for the, the fifth-year option if they choose to have him based on how quarterback contracts are probably going anyway because you think yeah. Pat Mahomes is going to get paid. Um, mm. Lamar Jackson's probably going to get paid after that. And yeah, there are some top-level quarterbacks like that, that are going to need to be paid pretty soonish. Exactly. So, so unlike, unlike those other quarterbacks, Dak wasn't a first-round pick, so he hasn't earned anywhere near as much as those up to Yeah, that's, that's anyway. the other thing. So yeah. you could argue, I think Dak does deserve to get as much as he's asking for. He's been easily a top-ten quarterback since he started with the Cowboys. Slew really coming out with the, with the From the resident Dak eagle. Love. Mm. Well, he's not going to put he's the Cowboys good, on his back. He's, he's a, a good player. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, good. player. He's, he's a good, good player. He's a franchise QB, and if you want to pay him, we've seen how that works with QB contracts. You have to make him one of the top-paid quarterbacks, as it were. That is true. Cool. That if, is as soon true. as you pay your quarterback, you don't win Super Bowls. We've seen it with Matt Ryan. We've seen it with Aaron Rodgers. We've seen it with Drew Brees. As soon as you pay your quarterback a load of money, you just don't win Super Bowls because you can't afford to pay the rest of your roster. So. I could understand why they want to, Yeah, exactly. I can understand <laughs> why they want to tie him down because he's a yeah. quarterback. He's the face. He's the face of the franchise to some extent, apart from Zeke, obviously. But paying him an extortion amount of money, considering like the going rate of the market at the moment, where you've got Russ at um, thirty-five mil, Aaron Rodgers thirty-three point five mil a year, paying Dak Prescott more than any of those players would be ridiculous for me. Well, that it's going to make yeah. it's going to make thirty mil next year guaranteed basically just on the fact that he's going to be franchise tagged if they don't figure yeah. something out so that's close at least in the range of that aaron Rodgers, uh russell wilson money but yeah, i think so they, they have they have managed to put pieces around him though they have paid to marcus lawrence z kelly and mario yeah. cooper while still having money for dak should they need it so it's not like they pay him and then they're barren apart from that they do have True. a good team built already yeah, yeah. If I'm the Cowboys this year, I want to play them on the franchise tag because, yeah, you say it's 30 mil. They've got a loaded receiver core. They've got a pretty loaded team. And mm. this, this, is, this is probably their year. This year, Yeah, they're, to they're, to, to they're definitely the in win now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah the Ooh. window is open for them. And they, I think they should go in there and just go all guns are blazing and before that window eventually shuts. Well, think about it. Like his, his, mm. He's 26 years old. He's approaching his prime. This is basically his prime now. 26 to 30 is usually an athlete's prime, especially in this sport. Um, yeah. And then after, the, after this contract, I don't, I don't really, like Slew was saying earlier, like he, his total earnings are something like f- almost 5 million over his five years of playing so far, mm. which isn't that it's much. A bargain, obviously, as a yeah, fourth round fair. pick. Um, so, yeah, to think, to think that Obviously, comparing him to Russell Wilson is is difficult because, but to say that he was a, a starting franchise quarterback in the league for the, for basically most of that time, and he's yet to be paid an average of one million a year, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I think he's he's earned a big payday. It's it's kind yeah. of I wouldn't think of it. It's in the same 
testament if you if you had selected like a first year QB on a five year option and then moved on to uh, a larger contract down the line. But I don't know. Yeah. I think he might be overselling himself a bit, but you kind of have to in, if you're in a situation. He yeah. doesn't yeah. deserve 45 million a year, but he's not even asking for 45 million a year. We don't really exactly. know what he's asking for anyway. Yeah, so. the other thing to um, consider here is how much better is he than Andy Dalton who you're paying a maximum of seven, seven mil? I'd say, I'd say fairly better. Like, is he more than is he more than three times better than probably Andy like twenty third three places down? No, it's not like three times better than Andy Dalton. Exactly, but considering they run a West Coast offense, and you've got one of the best running backs in the league. A lot of like short balls inside. That's that's the, the way their offense runs. Do you need to have a quarterback who's earning a stupid amount of money? Like you look at what the um, the Rams did, but they paid Jared Goff. They also run a West Coast offense. Mm. Do you really need to pay a quarterback that much money when you're not taking deep shots? He's not. Their offense isn't about taking deep shots downfield and putting the ball in tight windows. It's about like a little dink and dunk offense and mainly handing the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott. So that is, that's an interesting point, to be fair. Like, do, do you need, if you're the Cowboys with that O line, with the weapons that you've got, do you need a QB that's going to win you a game or do you need a QB that's going to be cheaper but isn't going to lose you a game? Exactly. You know? They don't need a quarterback to come and take the team on their back because they, mm. they've, got, they've got a running back who could do that just fine. Well, got I think they could know for the regular league. season, like you said, to do well without yeah. having an elite quarterback. But the thing is, we saw with Goff, once the running game gets shut down, you do need a quarterback that can yeah. be that guy that's going yeah. to win you a game. And if they're but in a position not... where they're looking to win championships, I think you're more likely to win a championship with Dak Prescott than you are with Andy Dalton. That's true. Yeah, I'd agree yeah. with that. I'd agree this with that. by the way the, the offense works itself because they're not going to change their scheme completely as soon as, like, say, the, if the running game gets shut down, they're not going to be able to adapt to that deep ball, they... deep ball offense like the, um, something like the Chiefs or something. They've also got more weapons this year as well. They picked up a that's new true. tight end and they've got C.D. Lamb. So they could, we could see a lot more, like, I'm not, like, I think the Cowboys, their first option is always going to be run the ball with Zeke. But to, like Slew was saying, to have that other option of, you know, they've got the receivers with the talent, they've got the O-line, we all yeah, know that. Yeah, that's very true. So they could at least integrate more of the passing game into it. And we saw last year, especially near the start of the season, that Dak could handle quite a lot of pressure when Zeke wasn't performing or Zeke was injured. Yeah. Mm. That's true, yeah. And you also got your Michael Gallup, who's slowly entering his prime. You've got Amari Cooper, yeah. one of the best route runners in the league. And then CD Lamb's going to be sick. Lamb. Exactly. <laughs> CD Lamb was. Uh... I can't remember their tight end, but he was good as well. The one they drafted. Oh, I can't remember. And they've got yeah, one. Of the we, they've got uh, the they, weapons, don't they? Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. My my only sort of question with this as well is. Um, you know, because because this contract thing has been going on for ages and you know, there has been that sort of outcry on social media about what Dak's asking for and stuff. Do you think that Dak is potentially, and I, 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 don't, I don't think this is his fault or it's him doing anything wrong, but do you think he's starting to burn those bridges with the fan base in Dallas? Nah. No, because I think the oh. fan base in Dallas, as soon as if he actually goes out and performs, they'll they'll have a very short memories. Like it's the same with any yeah. franchise, but in Dallas particularly, like they're always yeah. in the media spotlight. How many, like we were saying earlier, just the amount of like, uh, US analysts who just all they talk about is Dak Prescott, Cowboys, mm. Cowboys this, Cowboys that. What if LeBron played for the Cowboys? All, all this well, it's crazy that perfect storm, stuff. isn't it? The Cowboys QB is basically the most publicized position in American sports anyway. Yeah. But not alongside the fact that there's no sporting news at the moment due 
to the COVID-19 situation. It's going to obviously be hugely in the spotlight right now. I think once we get back to playing football and if he starts winning games, like Joe said, they're not going to care that much about what happened in the contract situation. Yeah, that's true, I guess. It's definitely being overhyped a bit now, especially in this sort of current climate. Yeah, I mean, it's something to talk about and there's not really much of that going around. That's why we're here. (laughs) Exactly. That's why we're here. Exactly. Dope. Well, you know, speaking of irrelevant sort of news, we have some golf to talk about, fellas. For the, I think probably the, probably the first time on this American football-based podcast, we're going to deep dive into some golf. Probably, yeah. Um, and hopefully the only, yeah, exactly. It was the, the Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady golf clash that we saw over the weekend. You know, golf, it was a lot more fun that they were biked up. Yeah, I, I I liked some of the you know you you got some of the um, interaction between them on the mic, which was really funny. And I liked Peyton telling Brady Peyton. that he would have Gronk as his caddy because he does whatever he says. Yeah, it was, it it was had, good. And then he was debating whether to have Eli, Nick Foles, or Bill Belichick as his caddy. Yeah, it was good. It was it was quite quite a wholesome event. And uh, dare I say, I I didn't hate Tom Brady when I was watching him play golf. I mean, it wasn't that. He told Charles Barkley to go suck on it. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I I enjoyed watching Tom Brady play sport. You're going to enjoy it a lot more. But he's not. He's not a patriot. That is true. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. But um, your heart's going to open up. Well, let's uh, let's not go that far. Um, There were some. There were some pretty good shots as well. I was surprised. I mean, it shouldn't be that surprising because. They're both professional athletes, and you quite often see professional athletes that are naturally good. transitions to golf. Well, they got so much yeah. spare time, but that's all they do play golf. Yeah, but you know who are good at other sports as well, and you know we saw that. I think you mentioned it, Joe. That shot from Brady. Oh yeah, that, that chip, that chipper. The thing of beauty. Oh, it's a beauty. It chipped and then it rolled back into. The... It was gorgeous. The yeah. commentary was pretty amazing as well on it that. Was... They were they were yeah. a bit over the top for them golf guys. It was. It was. I originally thought it was his partner because they were they were teamed up with Tiger Woods was with Peyton Manning and I can't yeah. remember his. I don't watch Phil golf, Nicholson. but Phil, Phil Nicholson. Yeah, was it, yeah, yeah. He was with uh, with Tom Brady. I thought it was Nicholson or whatever his name is. And then it, Mickel, Mickelson. Did Nicholson. Mister Mister Big Calves. Okay. I, I thought for a second that. you called him Nipplson, and I was like, Joe, yeah, that I is wrong. Joe can't even get American football names right. If he's rhyming it, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the right ballpark. It's it? it almost, almost there. Yeah, um, but yeah, it kind of, I guess it kind of got us thinking about, you know, what NFL stars do you think would be good at other sports? Which I've, is, you know, I, I asked you guys to have a little think. What, yeah. what, what do you guys reckon? I've and got I'm not a juicy one. Of, I've got can one. I, can I just, can I just preface this with? I don't want to hear loads about basketball and baseball i don't have a basketball or baseball because got, you know it's not got technically a sport, basketball. it's sporting entertainment oh, oh I'm, god slew the floor it's, is yours i'm intrigued it's, it's current wwe 24 7 champ rob gronkowski nice oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> nice he's already before he's already a champion how can you say he's not going to be good at that i mean yeah that 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 is that's fair fair game to be honest you can argue is wrestling really a sport? Sports but entertainment. It, but it's certainly entertainment, and Rob Gronkowski is entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Give him that Big much. old goofball. The belt he, he has at the moment means it has to be, I think, you can fight anywhere, any place. So he could get attacked by someone 
after scoring a touchdown for the Bucks. That would be well which, jokes, <laughs> to be fair. Which it just would be amazing. Would be amazing. That would be so good. Could you imagine? like random unprovoked assault, really, to be. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a dangerous it, way to live your life. That's pretty yeah. much what WWE is, though, isn't it? Yeah, just random, that's true. random assaults. That just... Could you imagine that, though? He, oh. he, he scores a touchdown for the Bucks, and then just the Undertaker out of nowhere. Just I need comes to. And fucking grabs yeah. it. Or one of the Saints DBs. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> Have you guys seen. Um, I don't know if you guys know about uh, other wrestling companies other than WWE, but no. there was one called AEW as well. And they had a, they had a match, the other, a pay per view the other day where the main event was on like a, an NFL football field. And it nice. was literally. I want to like. I'm, I'm oh, going... This was at the Jags, wasn't it? I think I saw something about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked insane. I want to just edit something in here with like a clip of it because i got said something tell us uh, about it i mean I, all i saw was a clip of a bunch of people running from field to field and it was the most wrestling thing ever like someone was just holding a goddamn rubbish can and it was like by god don't and then it just hits him in the head <laughs> like from a fucking 50 yard start but so yeah what you're saying is stuff is that wrestling's already making its headway into nfl naturally stadiums. yeah so it's just a matter of time before grunt gets speared after scoring a touchdown oh, yeah. i wonder i wonder who'll get it i mean i don't Who actually yeah i hope they have it like, you know how they have the miami turnover chain on the sideline i hope they have his belt yeah. on the sideline just whenever someone makes a match <laughs> that'd be good it's almost as if they should have a football league created by someone involved in the wrestling industry <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a big idea that's that could be probably fun. a good shout to be fair that could yeah. be fun but yeah slew i like that i like that a lot anybody else who you reckon I, i've got i've got four but you've kind of killed two of them off by saying yeah you've, you've killed both of mine i just i mean you, you can say them if you want my only thing was that you know there are so many of them where it's like oh did you know so and so used okay. to play basketball in high school and it's like yes of course he did he's okay, american what about a basketball player who didn't play football in high school Okay, I'm intrigued. But Tell still me more. Got, but still got a college offer for football. Zion, Zion Williamson got um, offered a scholarship to LSU despite the fact he didn't play any college um, playing high football at all. What was the scholarship nice. playing? What position? It was just as an athlete. Just, just athlete. I think you just find somewhere. It you would have been like try tight end or D line or something. No, in, in college, you just you can offer to athletes as well. You don't have to like say, oh, "I'm going to offer you as a tight end." You might see an athlete that you like and say. Look, you're on, you're on you're the team. You're a raw talent. Get, come play for us, please. But yeah, he got offered an LSU scholarship for football, despite the fact he didn't play any high school football at all. LSU as well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah a big It's a big boy. So yeah, I have him down as being an edge rusher at um, six foot six, two eight five pounds. Bigger like and stronger than Khalil Mack. Maybe faster too. I'd love to see him pass rushing. Could I? Tasty. Could I that get? Would be fun. Another basketball player converted into. <laughs> Is it LeBron <laughs> James? LeBron James. No, it's not. Uh, it's Blake Griffin. Because oh, okay. I think he would make a pretty decent tight end slash. Because he's white. A, a Is crazy... that what you say, Joe? Because he's tall and he's white. Well, he's six foot ten. He's two fifty one pounds of pure muscle. Uh, he's pretty quick to the ball and he can jump over forty inches. So, if he can catch a ball, anything like he can catch an alley oop pass, then. I'd probably yeah. judge him to be quite a good natural athlete at the tight end position or maybe even receiver. Yeah. At least agree, like mate. a nightmare matchup. Six foot ten as well. I That's mean, every, everyone says LeBron. I, I really didn't want to... I, I didn't even want to bring, bring that up because it's always like, oh, what if he played quarterback for Dallas? Like, I mean, well, quarterback. So do wow. Could you LeBron imagine James. seeing LeBron James playing quarterback for Dallas? That'd be... 
<laughs> I think everyone was talking about him playing tight end rather than um. No, there was yeah, that I whole mean, thing a few years ago where the coach was like, "If you gave me a year with LeBron, I could get him into an NFL starting quarterback or whatever." And well, that's been kind of. Could. Are you sure quarterback? They like a few years ago. It's definitely about quarterback. He's been talked about tight end and rece- he played receiver in high school, didn't he, or something? Yeah, yeah. He was very highly recruited as a wide receiver as well. Mm. Could I no. mention a? NFL player who would be good at another sport, which you yeah, also one of those kind well. of yeah. banned. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Colin Kaepernick for baseball, and Ooh, I thought okay. this would be a juicy one because in two thousand and nine, he got drafted by the Chicago Cubs in his se- after his senior year of high school, where he was measured at throwing a ninety-two mile per hour fastball, which is pretty That's good. Pretty impressive. What senior in, in high school as well. Um, yeah, obviously he wisely chose to go to college and be an NFL starting QB. But given yeah. the whole circumstances now, could we... circle back. Could... Yeah, high school high school pitches are quite rare to find because obviously, like you're so young and you've still got so much more room to get injured and stuff. Especially in like a position like pitcher, like, that's mm. pretty impressive. Like, yeah, the boy. Do you know what ball. round he was drafted? Uh, forty forty third. But oh, I wow. mean, many rounds there's there's so many rounds, and that's the thing. <laughs> that's if, especially if they're going, but that at that point, that's when they're probably drafting the high school players because it, obviously in baseball you can just choose like, all right, you drafted me, but I'm going to go to college. Fuck off. Yeah. And they get yeah. drafted, yeah. get outside of college, and that's yeah. like it is. It's Russell Wilson got drafted twice. Yeah, um, it happens. Yeah, because yeah. you'll you'll be eligible again. Yeah, I mean, I don't pretend to know a lot about the baseball draft system. It just sort of seems to be you see someone you like on the street and you, you throw a number at them and say, yeah, yeah I've drafted you to play for my baseball team. And most of the time they go, nah, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Quite there are so many rounds. Don't. It doesn't matter if you like this. Exactly. True. Outrageous. Yeah, yeah any, any other yeah. multi-sport yeah. athletes? I got, I've got, I got, go on, you I've go first. Alright. Um, Man City keeper Edison as a punter. He broke, the, he broke the Guinness World Record for the longest drop kick of 75.35 metres. That is a lot. Pretty 82 sick. yards. So, could he, flip, could he uh, change the shape of the football and uh, make it across the pond in America? You know what? what was... that, would be, that would be fun to watch. To Wait, so he was, yeah. he was drop kicking a, a, like an English football? A, a yeah, normal yeah, footy, yeah. A round football. He drop kicked it, but... You could argue. That I wouldn't even really consider that a drop kick unless it was yeah. an oblong shaped ball. <laughs> is that, is that yeah. the parameters you put on your drop well, kick? I don't. It's, Joe it's is that, Mr. Drop that's kick. stupid. It's like, oblong it or It has bust. to be either like a rugby ball or American football, otherwise, it's not really a drop kick because there's no but real skill dro- in yeah, drop but, kicking a fucking. Yes, but he broke the Guinness World Record. Football. I think it does take a bit of skill for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, he's a professional football player. He can kick a bunch of leg as well. If that's what I'm saying. For an American football punter, he's a professional American football punter who kick a kick a football. But um, yeah, uh, the Pat McAfee the can was pretty low. Like the way he kicks kicked it was like round the side, so he had his leg going out like laterals to the ground. So the trajectory was pretty low, so he didn't actually go as high as an American football would. But it'd be interesting to see if he could um convert it. It'd be interesting to see people punting like that in the NFL as well, just like a fucking yeah. Well, that's why Have you seen how they punt it, in college? You. Like how the punters like they roll out. So you have three you have like three mm. up men and then the punter will take the ball and sort of like run it forwards a bit, like round the side and they like roll out to the side yeah. and then they kick the ball. It's better for fakes as well because you basically get a running head start. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The issue with kicking it your way, Matt, is the fact that the coverage doesn't get there and the return has got about twenty yards of space. 
before yeah. he even gets tackled. If you can get the ball out <laughs> of bounds, though, and, like, kick it so yeah. low and so fast, they can't even catch it, so it just goes straight out of bounds on, like, the five-yard line. Just yeah. grab yeah. it. Really, at that low, you're going to see a lot more blocked punts, though. That is true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right, I've got one that I don't think has ever picked up in American football. I just think it'd be funny to see. I mm-hmm. want to see Adama Traore play at running back. He's just the hedge, <laughs> quickest man in the world. Oh, I love I it. See, I love it. I, I want to see if he can do that. I think it'd be funny to watch. Yeah, that would be amazing. How, how tall is he? Uh, probably about <sighs> five to ten, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, he's not hugely tall, but he's just an absolute. He's so built, and it's it's quite yeah. funny watching him in the Premier League, just like bouncing people off him. It would be well funny they to all, see him. He makes everyone look well slow as well in the Premier Exactly. He's na- he's so rapid and he's so strong. That would be... I, I would love to... I agree with you there. So I'd love to see him slinging the rock. It's a bit well, sad. I saw another but... one, actually. Yeah. On. Um, Erling, Erling Haaland as a middle linebacker or an outside linebacker, a coverage guy. Whoa. He's hench, yeah. he's hench quick, tall. A bit mental. I was considering bringing Roy Keane to play strong safety, but I just don't think he's big. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but attitude, attitude wise, yeah. he's there already. Yeah, yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't have the size or speed, yeah. but he's certainly Dennis got Bergkamp. the anger. Big, big, big for Laney, returns, surely. Dennis Bergkamp on kick returns as I am like a punt gunner or something, trying to tackle the punt returner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Oh, it's a shame that. On a slightly more like grounded down to earth thing, like it, like Christian Wade, like we've mentioned before on the podcast, has got all the measurables to actually be a good NFL running back. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, just based on like any time he's actually been on the field that we could see him, he's he's definitely performed in a way. I know he's obviously raw, but sad. yeah, I do kind of feel like there's a little bit with players that come over from from rugby it's a bit of a like bias. That. Yeah, I think sometimes people sort of treat them as a novelty. It almost feels like they're a novelty thing rather than yeah. actually being like, oh, this guy could actually be a legitimate weapon. It's a almost like, hey, we're giving a rugby player a chance. Everyone, it's, you know. it's the same. It's a lot of the same like convertible skills. And Stan, exactly. Stan played rugby before. Like I, yeah. I played rugby before. And converting to American football is, is relatively easily from rugby than I imagine potentially other sports. And you're both crushing it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> While on the realistic term, there's been a lot of talk about Harry Kane wanted to be an NFL ca- kicker. He actually, yeah, he said he wants to finish his career. Like, he wants to kick at least one field goal in the NFL or something. That would be pretty cool. Do that would know, be um, cool. Carly Lloyd as well. The um, American women's soccer team uh, player. She, um, she oh, kicked yeah, like yeah. a 50-yard field goal or something. Admittedly, Dope. she did have quite a run-up, but... <laughs> yeah. To be honest, that makes more sense than who I originally thought you said, which was Kylie Minogue. (laughs) (laughs) Put her in the flex. Fuck it, we'll we'll go off sportsman. I want pop stars that could play in the NFL. (laughs) Kylie Minogue. With the first round of my fantasy draft. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take Iggy Azalea. And you get Danny for free. (laughs) (laughs) What trade. Amazing. Right, well... You know, they, there you have it. Then maybe there's a few other sportsmen slash pop stars who <laughs> have have a real shot at the NFL. You know, you've seen you've seen Stranger Things, I guess, although maybe not many. But I've not seen season three. Nice, <laughs> good, good. Well, it was it was shocking and surprising, which brings us on to the fun section of our podcast. Not this hasn't been fun, fellas. It's been so fun. I 
inspired by the amount of sort of boozy Zoom quizzes that are knocking around in these uh, times of infinite boredom, I have knocked together my own. It could be boozy. I'm not, I'm not going to judge if you, if you whack out a bit. But so I've got some questions for you guys. Doing a little bit of digging into NFL records and surprising stats and stuff and sort of related to, to recent news that I'll be interested to see if you can get. So are you ready are for we, some... Are we counting scores? Are we counting scores? Yeah, count scores. Uh, I mean, I wasn't planning to because, I mean, simply I don't think you're going to get most of these. Scores. These are more just... These are all just sort of, it's more out of interest, to be honest, Joe. I'm not going to mark them for you. It's just, it's just a bit of discussion. I, I'm officially marking them. Okay, right. so you, you can go sit in the corner and mark if you want. But for the rest of us, we'll have a lovely chat about some of these weird and wonderful stats awesome. that I found. So are you, are you ready to get into it, lads? So ready. Let's go. What's everyone's team name? Right, Joe, you're, you're, you're <laughs> on the cusp of getting disqualified. <laughs> you, you're so close, mate. You're so close. So my first... I guess sort of question, but my first record for you guys is, you know, we saw Ryan Fitzpatrick getting brought back for another season with the Mighty Finns, which obviously everyone likes. Um, you know, Fitzpatrick's sort of been known as a journeyman QB, quite rightly so, through a lot of his career. So I did a bit of digging to find who the ultimate NFL journeyman is. So who has signed for the most different teams um, in the across their league career? And... Um, there were some interesting names that came up, to say the least. Joe's got an answer, judging by Josh McCown. Josh McCown. Josh McCown. He's he's had at least 15 or 16. So, you're wrong. But Josh McCown is one of the top guys in this. So there's one, two, three, four. There's there's four. There's there's three who have all had about the same. Um, Sorry, two that have had this. two, Two that have had the same. One of them, so Josh McCown's had 11, and there's another bloke that's also had 11 different teams. There's one that's had 13, and there's one that's had 15 different teams. 15? Can you give, oh, fuck. What could we, are they all quarterbacks or? Nope. Um, the, 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 so the, the ultimate NFL journeyman isn't actually a quarterback. He's going to be like a kicker or something. No, he Ooh. Ooh, okay. Go on, just, get, just shout a random guess, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think. My guess was Josh McCown. That was a pretty yeah, good and that's, one. Yeah, and that's good for you, Joe. Big thumbs up. You got, you got, you got um, one of the joint third leading. Different. I know he hasn't been he hasn't been around for as long, but how many teams has Carlos Hyde been on? Oh, that's a good question. But yeah, he's not he's he's, he's not he in the top three. Um, he's not been in the top three. Niners, Browns, Texans, and Seahawks. Is there anyone else? No, I don't think sure. so. But he could be one to so. watch for the future. <laughs> he's he's trying. He's, he's, nah, he's, he's got that record in his sight. If Frank Gore keeps going as long as his body holds, that's out, true. That doesn't yeah. make any well. sense. Ooh. That is true. Frank um, Gore, but that's probably like how many teams has Ch- Chase teams. Daniel? Um, not not that many, unfortunately. Is it, kicker, is it a kicker we're trying to think? So of? so the the ultimate NFL journeyman is a kicker. Do you want me to just give you his name because I I wouldn't have guessed this either. Yeah, I thought it was going to be someone else. So the ultimate NFL journeyman is actually Shane Graham. Okay. He was a kicker, and he played for 15 different teams across his 15-year wow. career. He spent seven, is, seven years at the Bengals. The problem is that if a kicker has played on so many different teams, we're likely not going to know who they are. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. So who, um, was, who was second out of interest? Second yeah. was, do you remember Josh Johnson, the quarterback? Yeah, yeah. I remember him. He went didn't to the he, XFL, didn't he? Didn't he play in the XFL? He yeah, did. He's played in the XFL, and he's played for 13 different NFL teams as well. 
and well, played. Them, or just been on the roster? 14 so professional he's, he's, teams. He's been he on the roster. The he's been year. on the roster, yeah. He played for the Redskins. He, he, he actually got his first career win as a starter in his, his 11th season, and that was with never, the never Redskins. Never give up, guys. There's the yeah. lesson for you. Fair enough. And then, um, then it was Josh McCown with 11, who was also level with JT O'Sullivan. Who was oh, also awesome? Oh, JTS, he's, he's, he does have a great YouTube channel, QB Camp. I think so there you go. And, and he should know because he's been to several different QB camps. Um, so there you go. Ultimate NFL journeyman is, is the a question kicker. is so do I get half a point for Josh? Joe, there's no, no fucking points, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm just noting it down half a point. Um, it was okay, guessing well, the ultimate no, journeyman QB and you didn't get next. it. So. I, got, exactly. I got one of the top three. I was close, so I get a point. Yeah, Joe, you can have a third of a point. How about that? Yeah, better than anyone else. Better than anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) No, I said it first. So you're all on a third of a point. Brilliant stuff. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as we know, and we've talked about a little bit, there's been quite a lot of um, uniform reshuffling and even a bit of logo reshuffling of late. Um, I, I, I did a little bit of a deep dive into particularly logos, fellas. Which team do you think has changed their logo the most times in NFL history? The Rams have changed theirs quite a bit. That's true. Um, Dolph- the Dolphins have as well. A fair amount. How significant s- a change is it? There's like a colour shade. It can be any change. Because well, a lot of the time they that- change it and it barely looks any different. Yeah, but it's yeah. still a change, isn't it? They've changed like a colour to like, I don't know, they can move from... Uh, I was green so just just green. yeah just to preface this I would never have got this literally never Bengals no uh, give, give me some time on Buccaneers this it's an NFC team mm. NFC. NFC yeah I would I would have never guessed the this Seahawks one. have been around a while I don't know if they've Falcons been. no 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 no. Um, any more Giants? guesses? Nope. Saints? Eagles? You know, with, with the Giants and, and the Eagles, you're in the right sort of ballpark, though. Oh, so Redskins. Redskins. Right it's, so it's, it's the Washington Redskins have yes. changed their logo really? eight times. at the same time, mate. mate yeah, you're not getting a I'm, point for that, Joe. I'm writing down a point. <laughs> yeah, okay, we, we've count. gone through half the NFC before getting to the yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Really I'll write well, down we... half. Okay, well, it doesn't count, <laughs> but... Um, and I've got another question related to this as well. There are two teams that have never changed their logo. Which two Dallas teams? Cowboys. Incorrect. Ravens. What? The Dallas Cowboys have had a logo change, but they haven't Packers? had one since. Texans. Texans. One. Texans will be one. Yeah, so Joe's yeah. actually got one of them there. No. The Texans um, have never changed their logo. Is it not the Ravens? The have Ravens changed have changed their logo. Steelers. Steelers have changed their Packers. logo. Packers have changed their logo four what? times. Have they? How? Because you forget with the with these older franchises like the Packers have been around for ages. Like they had quite a few logos before they finally settled on it. The same with the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't changed their logo since 1964, but they have. But before oh. that, they changed it a few times. The same same with like the Raiders. Um, Seahawks have been around since like the 60s as well. So, so the there. so the other team that have never changed their logo from the original is the Tennessee is the Tennessee Titans. Oh yeah, because they're oh, yeah. quite new as well. It's one of the newer teams. Um, which is, it's sort of like one of those trick questions where where you assume it will be one of the older yeah. like teams that have been around for ages. But yeah, the, the Texans and the Titans have never changed their logo. 
Oh, that's very and, interesting. And as I mentioned before, the team that has gone the longest since changing their logo is the Cowboys. They haven't changed it since, I think it's 1964, I believe. So that's why it kind of feels like, you know, you've never seen, you've never yeah. seen Dallas Cowboys uh, logo change because they've had that for ages. But what when, was did the Packers, when did the Packers change theirs? Because they won um, oof, the Super Bowl with... They've won a Super Bowl with that logo, like in the yeah. 60s, I swear. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Bart Star and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I would. I can't remember if we what our logo was when we started. I think we we must. They must have just sharpened it up. I was born. I was born the year we started, so I don't fucking know, mate. So the Steelers. The Steelers have had four different logos. I mean, admittedly, I the really change. They've just rotated. Very the minute, they've changed. They've changed <laughs> that, the little I mean, symbols around. Yeah, yeah the, the difference between the the one that that it was previously and the current one is so small, it's ridiculous. It's like a slightly different they, shading around the yeah, gray and stuff. Um, Seahawks have only had three, and they basically all look the same as well, apart from what one that looks a little Browns bit more. Well? The Browns. Let's have a little look. The Browns used to have one that was just Browns before their helmet. Yeah, the the Browns. I think the Browns fuddle with a few sort of not very particularly appealing Muddled. ones, to be honest. Um, you know, the average duration of an NFL logo is, is just under 14 years. So that's how regularly that's pretty good. League-wide, Unless... league-wide they tend to change them, which is interesting. I mean, if you look at the Cardinals, the Cardinals logo has literally, it's literally just they've, they've just got a better artist to do the original yeah. logo. Essentially. The original one, when we were in like, um, so it was St. Louis or somewhere or like um, Chicago, the logo was just a bit whack. It didn't look very attractive at all. And then, mm. see, yeah, they've sharpened yeah. it up, thank God. Yeah, exactly. The Cardinals are quite an old franchise as well. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty old. Place. Sneaky old. They're pretty old. Um, Joey, your Ravens have had two logos. The older one was just a B. Basically, in, in a shield. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, no, no, I've, I have seen that. The Browns have had six, and it's all just variant. A lot of them, apart from the first two, are just variants of a orange helmet. It's they, a tricky question. It's like, it's like their uniforms. They keep changing their uniforms every three years, and they look the same. It's just the same. Yeah, they thing. do, but they still exactly. look beautiful. Wow, do they? Mm. Do they really? Browns, the Browns uniforms. They're the fucking one of the best uniforms in the league. Oh, Joe, oh. I mean, I, w- I wasn't expecting you to come out with such a ridiculously oh controversial take. That's, that like is, that's not controversial. I thought we were just going to have a nice podcast. But the, we it's do a not bit just fun the one color. No one's going to say anything stupid like the, the Browns have the nicest uniforms. It's the combination of the brown and the orange and the so white. It's so boring. Like, you I, so nice. Nice it's it's nice. That's why every basic bitch who's like, oh, I'm going to start... Like every, every person who doesn't actually support an NFL team, they buy a brown stuff. They buy brown stuff all the time because yes, I'd say it's more like seen people who buy merch who like don't Raiders actually hats. watch. Yeah, Raiders hats and well, the Raiders are another one that are up there, but Raiders hats and then brown Cowboys stuff because of the merch. Yeah, yeah. and Raiders yeah, also the gets the whole too. thing because people like I don't know people who like who love M- NWA and stuff because they always just used to wear Raiders gear. Yeah, they yeah. got quite a lot of clout that still carries through from that. They got some clout, right? Well, I mean, I, I respect your decision, Joe. I, I politely no, disagree, but let, let's <laughs> let's move on to the next question. Um, How and, questions are there? Uh, one, two, six, three, categories. four, five. So we've got five more to go. 
And they're more, they're not they're more discussion points, Joe. I want you to have fun with it, mate. Yeah, we get um, we all get opinions out there like the brand for the best uniform in the NFL. Exactly. Well, I'm well, gonna who, I'm gonna actually who, share my screen for this for this question because this this still makes me laugh to this day. Oh, I can't because Joe's disabled it. Well, that was fun. Thanks, Joe, for reading my quiz. I can allow it. Yeah, uh, I think you should. <laughs> or or I could just put you in the waiting room. I mean, well then <laughs> that would be completely pointless. Is it is it because I didn't like your orange thing? Is that it? <laughs> actually don't know how to do that at the moment why didn't you tell me you were going to do this if you, before you we little, if you click on the little three dots in the top right it should say allow share screen yeah i mean yeah. you are i don't mean to point fingers at Joe, but you are the tech guy yeah. you didn't give him any heads up you literally didn't <laughs> tech, it's a tech problem um, what can i say i can't even my... share the screen i think it's something i have to do in the actual profile settings which is not going to happen so is there any alternative to... right yeah well there is do you remember do you remember a certain interview with a local hero who had just saved is a baby it, is it he had better hands than nelson Aguilar? It is he had better hands than Nelson Aguilar. It is that guy. We all remember that fantastic moment where the man who was literally saving people's lives from burning building took time out of his interview to just needlessly at Nelson Aguilar for not being able to catch any passes, which got me thinking about drops and in particular, which teams last season had the most drops. And I was quite surprised by this. I've got the top five teams here. Who had the most drops? Try and, if you can, get give me the top five teams that had the most drops last season. Eagles, Bengals. No, no. So Patriots. the Eagles, the, the Eagles were thirteenth. Slew. I nice. thought they'd be a lot higher. Nice. The Eagles nice. were thirteenth. So the Pats were in fifth place. Stan with twenty-four. Is that a point? That is a point. I mean, I still, I still, was, I still go back to the point that we're not doing points, but you could have one there. Um, <laughs> Joe started it. He did start. The Browns. Nope. No. Um, Chiefs. Nope. Texans. Nope. Jets. Nope. Redskins. Nope. Ravens. Man, you, guys, you guys suck. No. We do. I'm sorry, we didn't keep track of this. Well, no. I mean, it's it's one of those where... is very obscure facts that you're. Right, true. Those, you know? So Ravens. two of them. Two of them. Actually, let's have a look here. So. You, of the top five, three of them are in, from the same division. Bucks. Nope. Packers. Bills. Nope. What did you say, Stan? Bills. Correct. The Bills are second oh, Jets. Dolphins. with 26. Dolphins. Jets. Dolphins. The Dolphins are top. The Dolphins, that, led, the Dolphins led the league with 28 drops last season. So how many have we got so far then? We've got Patriots. So you've got... So you've got the Pats who were fifth, who they had twenty-four. You've got the Bills who were second, who had twenty-six. You had, and you've got the Dolphins who were first with twenty-eight. There are two, so you need to get the third and fourth place team. So one of them had twenty-five drops, and one of them had twenty-four drops. Oh, now we know Jaguars. They had, we know. Cardinals. Jaguars. Nope. I was beginning with C though. Colts. Nope. Colts. Did, did you hear Colts? No. Okay. The Cowboys, gentlemen, had twenty-four oh. drops as well. Were all of them Amari Cooper? Damn. I think probably all of them were Murray <laughs> Cooper. Um, and then the team who finished third in drops was actually the Bears, which I was quite surprised at. The Bears had 25 drops last season. They're probably because Mitch Trubisky was throwing it sideways. It's hard to count. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> sometimes they, they count like a drop in yeah, it like would be a borderline to see. uncatchable 
Yeah, it'd be it would be interesting to see what the parameter, what makes it a drop, and what well, just makes fair, it a fucking shite. Just be deemed. Has to be deemed. Prep for this podcast, you'd have gone through, watched every single one. Or you would have at least Googled <laughs> what makes it a drop. No, to My be fair though, guys. I think when they My do bad. calculate drops, they have to be um, catchable passes. Yeah. yeah, But if you if you have a catchable pass that you just whiff and don't even touch the ball, is that then a drop? Yeah, I think that, that's be. literally a drop. Yeah, but you don't even touch the ball. Like it's not you've not actually. I know it's, the ball, it's not like officially I mean? according to the dictionary like a drop, but I think in terms of being a wide receiver and having you've a just ball, missed a catchable ball. Yeah, then yeah. That's, that's considered a drop. It's yeah, just the word know. they have to use. It's a shame for the Bears. I think those are probably the only 25 catchable balls that Trubisky uh, did all season, and they they were drops. Um, so yeah, look at that. The, the Eagles were literally nowhere near the top. Interesting tidbit on on the fact of drops that Stan might like. Larry Fitzgerald has got more tackles, more tackles than he does than drops. drops. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. my, my favourite stat in the NFL. That's that mental. Isn't I it? like that a lot. I like <laughs> it's that like a lot. eleven of, or something. Different quarterbacks he's had to play with and adjust to, and like build chemistry with. Like it's ridiculous how good. He's been. Consistently. Or it's ridiculous how many interceptions he's had to chase down. Yeah, like, that's, that's one way. That's, yeah, it's because one of the byproducts of the, of the quarterbacks, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, exactly. When Sam Bradford's throwing you they the make, ball, they making Larry Fitz work on yeah. defense as well. Um, right, next question, and it's related to some trades, gentlemen. Obviously, Ooh. we saw Brandon Cooks get traded again for the third time to end up on Bill O'Brien's Texans. So I want to see if you can name the other three players that have also been traded three times. What era are these? They're like... Uh, Dion. No. Dion no. Sanders, no. No. He's, he's um, so the, these are three, like... I wouldn't... Are they recent? I mean... You're looking like, at Like, from, I'd say, 20, 21st century. Okay. One, one of the most... Yes, Joe. Randy Moss went from the Vikings to the Raiders to the Pats to the Titans. Sam Bradford? Nope. Uh, he was a free agent for us. He was a free agent. There, was, there, there are quite a few that have been traded twice, but there's only three others that have been traded three times. One of them goes through Miami. Philip hmm. Dorsett? Was Dorsett in Miami Oh, uh, Ricky no. Williams. Nope. No. <laughs> so this, the one that went through Miami... I'll, I'll, so I'll, I'll see if you can get it from their journeys for the other two. So yeah, you've got Randy Moss, that's one. The, the other one is, so there's one that went Rams to Colts to Raiders to Falcons to Packers. What the bloody hell? Brandon Marshall. I didn't nope. hear it. I just heard Wait, What was the last trade? What was the Marshall last Fork, no? So Rams to Colts to Raiders to Falcons that's to Packers. And then the other one was Broncos to Dolphins to Bears to Jets. Broncos, Dolphins. I think Bears, I think someone might have actually said that. Was that then. Brandon Mar? No. Yes. Marshall. Yeah, Brandon Marshall. No. Brandon Marshall went from the Broncos to the Dolphins to the Bears to the Jets, and then that leaves only one. So again, the journey is Rams to Colts to Raiders to Falcons to Packers. I'm just trying to think Falcons Packers at the Broncos, end. I, I would. Uh, no, it's a running back. Oh. I would focus on the first three rather than the last two. Wait, what was the first three again? So Rams to Colts to Raiders. I was then, it's then not Falcons I'm, I'm, I'm I was thinking Marshall Fork, but it's the other way around. You went Colts to So Rams. I mean th this this guy is like a legendary running back. Very recognizable name. Rams. I think I think you'd you'd you consider him to be considered Marcus like, Allen. 
No, no. he's con- he'd no, be he considered like Chiefs. a Rams slash Colts like legend. I think the two teams you probably associate most. There you go, Eric Dickerson. Yeah, oh, Eric Dickerson. At the very end, yeah. Oh, I never knew. I only knew about him really as a Rams player, to be honest. Like, yeah, but he did but, play yeah, for the Colts. Actually, he did well, play yeah, for the Colts. We figured that we figured that out, Joe, from the trades. He was good for the Colts <laughs> as well. <laughs> he was. Yeah, I'd say I'd say probably Rams and Colts are the two teams. Probably Rams more than more so than the Colts, but those are the two teams you you're most likely to as, as, like yeah. associate. Eric His Dixon first with. like two years were crazy as well. So good, yeah. And he, he left the Rams because he would he sort of disagreed with his usage and stuff, and had a bit of a fallout, which uh, meant that he ended up with the Colts. Yeah. Is he the one yeah. who hates the new Rams unis as well? Yeah, he hates yes. everything the Rams. He have thinks been doing. he thinks the new Rams unis are soft. Yeah, because it's a man's and, sport, and um, yeah, you've got to have manly uniforms. Again, he wore goggles. He did wear goggles. <laughs> last time. We oh, yeah, we, we've been through this, haven't we? Ugly man. We, yeah, we have mentioned that. Just like the Dak Prescott contract every week. <laughs> it's actually been quite good with Dak Prescott on this podcast. Hey, I think we've been pretty good with Dak Prescott on this podcast. We're slowly um, building up our fan base of Cowboys fans. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Um, right, next question. Um... I don't really, this doesn't really relate to like recent news. It's just something that I've, I found quite interesting because I feel like we talk about passing a lot and, you know, touchdown to interception ratios. And everyone knows that Brett Favre leads the league in interceptions. Like he's got the most NFL interceptions ever because he was a classic gunslinger. But on the flip side, who has got the most NFL fumbles ever? Chris Carson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it quite? A, is it quite a recent or? Not really. Um, and it's uh, it's not a running back. Mark Sanchez. It's, it's not even close Must to be being a receiver, back, by the way. So between the between the the leader, so the 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 person who leads the league in when the NFL in surely is a quarterback, and they it's have a hundred hundred and sixty six. The next the, the the closest running back is only on ninety. Carson Wentz doesn't have that many already, does so he? Mark, Mark Sanchez would be <laughs> Mike, Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Michael Vick. <laughs> Michael Vick. He fumbled a lot. He just usually nope. fumbled out. Is this fumbles lost or just fumbles? Yeah, fumbles just lost. Fumbles. Oh, just, just fumbles. Just fumbles. He always used to fumble out of bounds. Yeah, but it's Michael Vick is still nowhere him. near this bloke. And Randall Cunningham. He's in. He's in the top twenty at Randall Cunningham, but he's not. He's nowhere just thinking near. Of mobile what, QB, what generation so. are we talking he's, about? I would, I would say he's not a mobile QB. He's a QB that you'd associate with giving the ball away a lot, but I, I think you'd be surprised that he gave it away well, so much in this, in this category. Away, I think Jameis Winston. But... Yeah, I was going to say that. Jameis exclusively throws it away, whereas yeah. this bloke just found lots of different ways to give it away. I mean, to be Mario fair, he's got, he doesn't, he doesn't exclusively he, throw it away. He, he definitely fumbles. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying James doesn't fumble, but if, I'm if saying... He gets, if he gets a throwing motion, it's gone out of bounds, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's I mean, had his eye surgery, so that this could change this you year. You can actually see, that, exactly. But yeah, so the, the bloke that leads the league in, in, in... Leads the league historically in fumbles, I mean, he's also a very good quarterback and scored a hell of a lot of points as well, so... Brady. Dan Marino. Breeze. Uh, no. Joe no. Montana. No, 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 Manning. Troy Aikman. So it's actually, it's Brett Favre as well. So Brett Favre, <laughs> oh, Brett Favre leads, leads the NFL in interceptions That's and so fumbles. That's a good that was, that was sly. I respect that. That was good. Mm. Just straight up turnover machine. 
literally. So he had 300 plus interceptions. Because he, he held on to the ball for 166 long. fumbles. I mean, did he hold on to it too long? Because he still threw 300 interceptions. He either held on to it too long or threw it <laughs> or, into triple coverage. Well, wait, but sometimes it was have? amazing. He had more um, touchdowns than interceptions. I don't, I, don't, I don't know off the top of my head how many touchdowns he had. But there but are a lot I'd, of Hall of Fame QBs who have, who have worse touchdown to interception ratios. Like, um, yeah. I've forgotten. That's the, true. Who's, what's, who's the old Steelers QB? Bradshaw. So Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Yeah, he's he's got more interceptions than he does touchdowns. So does Joe Namath as well. That's bad. Joe Namath has got like a really bad ratio, actually. Broadway Joe. He did still win a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, but yeah, Brett, Brett Favre is low-key the ultimate turnover machine. In, in, not even low-key. <laughs> in, in, in whichever way you'd like it as well. Literally. Yeah. Bust. You, need, you need a bloke to give the ball to the other team. It's Brett Favre. In, Whoever in needs some that. Way. Yeah. I don't know. Why, why don't would know. you need that? <laughs> I mean, it might, it, let, it, it might, you could say it sort of relates to the next two chaps who I'm going to talk to you about. Um, and it's actually the most losingest coaches in NFL history. So Ooh. which, and it's a tie for first. Is um, Jeff Fisher most 500? <laughs> I don't think so, Jeff so, Fisher's had so many 500 so the way, seasons that yeah. he could be up there for just. So the before before you get into your guesses, I'm just going to say so this is the most. This isn't like win ratio or anything like that. It's literally it's just number losses. number of losses in an in, in, in an NFL yeah. career. Is it um, one of the Ryan's? Nope. One of the Grudens. Nope. Bill Belichick. So, no, <laughs> although that, 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 that's, been... that's quite a smart guess, actually. So Belichick is in the top 10 and Don Shula is, is at number four. Um, again, just simply because of longevity of coaching career. Oh, um, Chuck Noll. Um, no, not Chuck Noll. <laughs> so one of, them, his name. one of them is probably... Brown. Mo- no, one of them is probably most known for their stint with the Falcons. The other one um, has been to a lot of places. Oh, was he um, the Falcons coach? Rams, Texas. Deion Sanders there. Yeah, when they were doing all the uh, uh, potentially, he's the, he he was Falcons coach when they had Michael Vick as well. Oh, that was later. Oh, is that no? I'm being an idiot. See, I'm too young to know all this. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? I was it's thinking of Bobby Petrino for some reason, but he definitely. I mean, that's a fan, that's a fantastic name. Yeah, Bobby Petrino is a person is a coach. Penn State. Friends with no. Bobby Schmurder and Bobby Tarantino. No, um, who's no? Don't worry. The 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 Cardinals slash my my advice for this would be thinking for one of them. I think you. I think you might have even already sort of mentioned, but it's about again longevity of coaching career. Oh, no, Not... I'm thinking of Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno. Vince Lombardi. So incorrect. No, it's not Vince Lombardi. But oh, again, what? he he is within. Advice? Is to think so about long. Them. It's lit. No, yeah, it's long. It's more about wrecking. longevity of career and longevity of being um, always okay. Always. Carroll was okay before he was at the Seahawks. Pete Carroll was. Did okay. they win a championship? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> it's not, not Jeff Fisher. Quite. It is Jeff Fisher. Uh, one of them. One Jeff of them Fisher. is Jeff Fisher. <laughs> and, and and that is due to the accumulation of multiple eight and eight and seven. And my nine, my favorite nine and seven Jeff Fisher moment was when it was that Rams or um or you can whatever the fuck it's called. And he's, please he's, tell me you've you've just called it all you can do. <laughs> <laughs> the 
around. Between hard, knocks or, hard knocks or all, no, or all, or, all, or, all nothing. or nothing. That was the one. Um, yeah, the, when he was speaking to the team, he was like, "We're not going to have a seven and nine season," and they proceed to have goes, a seven and nine season. He instantly now. goes seven and nine <laughs> yeah. every time. Um, so yeah, one, one of them's Jeff Fisher. No, it's not no. Marvin Lewis. The, so the other one is the one who was in charge of the Falcons for a while. It's, it's Dan Reeves. Oh. I never would have guessed that. I would I've have guessed that name, but, but yeah, they, they're both sit, anyway. both sitting pre on 165 losses. Ooh, wow, that's got stages. Jeff Fisher will get hired again somehow. And that's a lot take, of L's. Take the crown. Will he? Watch he you watch. That is a lot of L's. Um, and that brings us to my last little tidbit for you guys. And as we all know, the fantastic Miami Dolphins made three first round selections this year. How they'll turn out, who fucking knows? But we made how three the of them. Is. Badly. It, it, how, yeah, the question is how will they turn out? No. Um, so, how many times in NFL history has a team selected three or more players in the first round of, in the same draft? Twice. No, this is going to be like at least three it's or way four. More, it's way more than you think. 47. No. 18. You're getting closer. We're now just guessing. 16. <laughs> 21. 16. Uh, I'm going to need you to up that very slightly. 17. 17. Uh, 22. 18. It's happened oh, 22 okay. times, gentlemen. And there are, there are a few teams that have done it multiple times. Um, so if you want to hazard a guess at which teams have done it multiple times. Vikings. Which... Vikings are definitely one of them. The Vikings because have they, done it they twice, got the, Joe. The Herschel Walker trade, and then they also had the. Um... Good knowledge, Joseph. Absolutely Mate, correct. Yeah, so and then the, Vi- they had Vikings the... did it in 2013 and in 1964. I've got um, a little one to add on to this. Um, yeah. If there's room for one more, um, which player leads the league in all time uh, single season interception yards and single season interception touchdowns? Ed Reed. No. Deal? You won't guess this. Nitro Wait, Harold, which Dion are we talking about here? Dion Prime Dion. Dion Jones? <laughs> yeah, it's, it is Dion Jones. No way. Okay. Dion, wow. I, that's who I, clearly who I meant when I said Dion. <laughs> the obvious, the, the yeah, first like Dion three 99 yard interceptions or something. Yeah, yeah, it was in his rookie year for the Falcons. Wow. I mean, that is, I would literally never would have guessed Dion Jones. Yeah. That, is, that would have been one of the last names that I would have flung out there as a guess. But fair play, fair play, Dion Jones. That's pretty epic. Um, noise. Yeah, so Joe, as you said, Vikings have done it twice, 2013 and 67. Cowboys 13, as well. 13 was the Cordell Patterson year. Um, Cowboys have done it. Let me have a little count for you there. I believe the Cowboys have only actually ever done it once, Joe. Oh. In yeah, 1991. Big, yeah, the big baller draft where they... Uh, one one team has done it has 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 made four picks in the first round before. It's only ever happened once. One team did it. So if if you can get that as well, we then year? kudos. The year two thousand. I don't want to see any sly googling though. Browns wasn't the Browns, although the Browns have done it one. Browns did it pretty recently, didn't they? Browns did it in two thousand seventeen. Um, but Patriots. but that's actually that's actually the only team they've ever done. The only time they've ever done it. The Pats have done it twice. In 1976 and 1973, so they were having a tough time in those 70s, weren't they? Um, the Rams. Feel good, Matt. The, the it does make me feel pretty good. good. Not gonna lie, makes makes me feel pretty good. Um, the the Rams have done it three times. So the Rams did it in 2001, 
they did it in 1975 and 1969. Uh, the other the other couple of teams that have done it multiple times, the Bears have done it three times. Um, most of those were in the very early knockings of the league. The, they, they, they did it the first ever time, which was 1941. And the player that they picked first overall never actually played it down for oh. them. They moved to the, the AACF, whatever it was. The, the other, yeah, the other, the other league. Um, the Bengals have done it twice. Um, which is interesting. And yeah, so the team that has done it has, has, they've only ever done it once, made three or more picks, but they made four picks in one draft. It was in the year 2000. Any last minute stabs before I tell you? Sailors. Panthers. Nope. Uh, Texans. Nope. So it was the, it was the New York Jets. Oh, made four first round selections in the in the 2000 draft. Weren't quite a few of them good as well. I think they were actually. I can find that for you. Let's have a look. See. So they picked Chad Pennington. Nice. He was good for them. Um, and he can't find any more. So it's good. Well done, Chad Pennington. Chad could have Pennington. picked Brady though. They could have picked Brady. So I mean, but I mean, I think you've got to you've got to tell off every team in the league for that as well. Um, I think they also picked Anthony Betched. Although I'm trying to see where it is here. They picked Sean Ellis. He as well. Name and John Abraham is another that he they was picked. Very good. Uh, and yeah, Anthony Betch, the tight end, and Chad Pennington. So there you go. There's the four. Decent. I mean, Chad Pennington wasn't terrible. Yeah, he was good. He was awful. He wasn't, you know, awful. Um, it's just in a, in a draft where there is Tom Brady, it's kind of hard to talk about anything but Tom Brady, isn't it? Do you want to hazard yeah. a guess at who went uh, first overall in that in that draft? I'd be very impressed if anyone could get this. It's a so bloke whose who's la- who's last name is the same as the team that drafted him. Jaguars. Brown. So- someone Brown, isn't it? Someone Brown. So it was Tim Cor- Brown. It- Courtney no. Brown. Courtney, Courtney Brown, Brown was drafted first overall by was the Was he Cleveland a running Brown. back or something? It was a D-end, Mr. Joey. Yeah. D-end. Yeah. Snap. Was, was, he was out of the league by 2006. So yeah. good pick, Browns. I think. So was, it, was that the was that the final question? That was the final question. So the final scores on the doors are uh, are irrelevant because uh, we weren't doing scores. Three point eight for Slew. Where are you getting four, these stats from? Well, three point eight three recurring, uh, four point three recurring, and for Stan and the winner with four point eight three recurring is Joe. I, I think because you've done that, you are the loser. Yeah, I, think, I mean, in, in several different ways, you're the loser, Joe. But I think everyone's a winner because we've all learned something fun, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, I've you, never known you. so much about uniform and logo changes in my well, life. Well, that was only one of the questions, Joe, so I don't think you're paying attention for that. <laughs> Boom. Well, that is... How did all... I score so high? <laughs> because you te- you're a teacher's pet, I think, is, is the only... <laughs> Only real possible reason why you won that, that, A lot of that did break down to us just shouting random words. Yeah, you shouted yeah. the most correct or words. Or just Joe, guessing, so. guessing numbers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, well, I think that's all we've got time for this week, gents. So thank you very much for everyone 
for listening. Do feel free to check out what we're up to on social media and on our website. So on Instagram, it's at the dropback. On Twitter, it's at the dropback. And Facebook, Facebook at the dropback UK. Facebook. Um, yeah, Facebook at the dropback UK. Uh, you can also find all of our articles and content on the website, which is just the dropback uk. thank you so much for listening or oh, i mean the dropback.com i'm getting a shake of the head from saluda there we you go you can also better. type in dot uk though it redirects yeah it fucking so works you don't have to be such a yeah. bitch about and you should it. probably also mention the youtube and yeah we have a youtube as well which joe has been feverishly uh working on and i'm fairly certain he's going to stick some something garish down here making you want to uh, go to it well, so feel free Matt's to do that again <laughs> like yeah. and subscribe and like and subscribe there and we comment. go what... it really helps the algorithm <laughs> And comment. Well, what a, what a fantastic team effort this has been this week, gents. Well done, everyone. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. I've been Matt. I've been Joe. I've been Sam. I've been Stan. And we will catch you next time. See you later, guys. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo.